All right, back on the Ohio win. Um, I've been in news probably, geez, I'm really dating myself, but I've been in news for about 20, 25 years now. And I've seen a bunch of crazy stuff happening. But to be honest, nothing surprises me anymore. But I got to say, yesterday, uh, we're taping this on um, Thursday, July 1st. Yesterday shocked me. I saw a Twitter alert come across. Bill Cosby got released from jail. I don't know about you guys. But I was like, what? What's going on there? Um, we, we're getting a, a link that kind of explains everything that happened. But there there was a technicality. So based on the witness that they brought to the original trial, um, it seemed like they went too far. And because of that, um, they invalidated his sentence. So as of Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening, uh, we saw a video of Cosby going to his house and Cosby's free now. And it's funny because nobody's saying, hey, you know, he was innocent. It was more of, hey, here's the technicality. So there's a lot of people out there that are upset. Uh, and I would say justifiably so. Um, then on the other hand, though, uh, you can really blame prosecutors in the case because it didn't really follow what they needed to do. So really, if you look at the letter of the law, he probably should be released. But it seems unfair because, again, nobody is disputing um, claims of women that, you know, he was convicted of uh, abusing. So I don't know, Brandon. I, you know, hey, I'm happy to be in America. I don't want to change the way we do things. But I'm kind of got a sour taste in my mouth toward the justice system. What do you think? Um, you know, I think the problem that frustration that people have, I guess, is that, um, um, uh, it's, I think re result revolves around you know the fact that um, someone of a wealthy wealthy person might have more resources to uh, you know uh, work work with the justice system you know kind of um, um, you know try to you know you can get a better deal whereas you know a lot of people of lower income stature don't have that luxury um, you know to just kind of it just seems like how do you have a um, it's almost like how do you have a system where, um, you know, people um, who might be suffering the same issue Cosby experienced with the um, with um, um, Fifth Amendment rights being violated on a technicality, you know, who are you know, basically people who are in the same situation who are in in prison because of a technicality, um, whether they're guilty or not, you know. Um, you know, but you know, don't have the same resources to um, point that out to the courts. I guess is is it, it, that's I guess more my interest, my, my my takeaway at, uh, from all this. You know, um, it's like um, do they these people have a, a shot at, at calling out technicalities? Um, and then if not, I don't know what would be a better system to replace that with. To be honest, um, it's just kind of you know I feel for the victims. I feel feel I feel bad for. Um, you know about you know um the situation at hand it's it's really you know it's what's one thing that that people that cosby can't run away from though is he can sure he got out of he can, he can get out of jail but he can't escape being bill cosby at this point um his he is he he may have won in the legal court court of law or whatever but he has not won the court of public opinion by no means he's pretty much lost decimated and you know, um, um, convicted to the two years of um, 
of of ill relevance really um if not if not hatred so um and so i think you know this guy's probably he's kind of in his 80s he's in his 80s or 70s so he's not going to be around forever um you know tied up in his estate and i don't know if anyone wants to necessarily be associated with him so i mean feel for the victims but um it's it's it'll be a learning lesson for any any prosecutor in the future like to kind of just tackle the issue differently in the future um and that was prob that's always been a problem with with uh, sexual assault cases, I think it's just that um, prosecutors and police officers and law enforcement from everyone just kind of like how they've treated them and handled them was what needed to be changed. Yeah, I, well, Craig and, and Brandon's exactly right. We're I don't think you're going to see a national Bill Cosby tour out there, but do you think Bill Cosby's going to try to do anything? I mean, he's 83. I, I'm guessing he still has money left from his career. Uh, do you see Bill Cosby maybe doing some small shows or maybe like, you know, the thing to do is to do these Zoom shows that you could get paid for. You think you'll see him around in any type of entertainment capacity? I, I get the sense that he'll try. I mean, I you know, and, and to Brandon's point, the court of public opinion probably is still, um, you know, not really in a positive light right now. But on the flip side of that, because of his name recognition, I wouldn't be shocked if you know, whether it be a club owner or something on Zoom pops up or maybe he gets on the Cameo app or something. I would have to guess that he's going to try to get active in some capacity. I know, you know, he's 83 years old. So, again, maybe he's not in the physical condition to go out and do stuff, but maybe he can do the Zoom or the Cameo stuff. I just get the sense that, you know, if he can monetize himself at this point, I think he'll try. And, you know, at, if you're a club that's looking for something big to go on, I mean, why wouldn't they, I guess? I mean, I, I understand why they wouldn't, but I, I can see that some club owners will say, well, he's innocent, you know, or he's his, his case was vacated, whether, whether he's innocent or not. You know, his, his, those, they can argue his case was vacated, and they can say, "Well, we're gonna bring him in and let him do a, a set of shows," uh, because he's Bill Cosby. He's got the the name recognition, whether people really like want to hear that name now or not. You know, he's he's out there, so I wouldn't be shocked if someone takes a chance on him and says, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bring him in for a, a date or whatever," and or you know, he tries to get active on Zoom or Cameo or something like that. Yeah, I remember um, shortly before, you know, he was in trial and all that other stuff happened. <clears throat> I, I think the last big thing I remember him doing was he used to be a regular on Jimmy Fallon. I think that's back when Fallon was on the 1230 slot. And he was all right. He said some things were kind of funny. And I don't know. There were some other times where you knew that Bill uh, was old. And, you know, uh, it felt like watching... I don't know, like Willie Mays when he was 50, you know, running around the outfield or something, you know. Um, but, you know, Craig raises an interesting point, Brandon. Cameo. Uh, how much do you think people would pay for a Bill Cosby cameo? Uh, uh, do they get to talk to him? Well, cameos, when, like, you send a request and you say, hey, Bill, wish my um, kid a happy birthday or my wife a happy birthday or 
um, you know, or, or I give one for you and say, Brandon, you know, tell Brandon he's a good guy. And, and he'll record like a two-minute message kind of asking for oh, whatever okay. you do. Yeah. Kind of curious if there's more back and forth. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, would, I, would, I guess you would get, you get, maybe get, they get messages for people they hate, <laughs> you know. Well, so. and I don't like Cameo because of that, because I want interaction. I mean, hey, you know, I'll pay Cameo, I'll have like a five-minute talk and, you know, cut off after five minutes. I, I think it's kind of cheap to be like, hey, it doesn't matter if it's Bill Cosby or some regular celebrity. Um, you know, saying, hey, hey, dude, you know, say this, say this, you know. I want a more genuine conversation, you know. I don't know. But I don't imagine Brandon buying a Bill Cosby cameo anytime soon, right? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, maybe as a, as a joke for you, Chris. Uh, how about that? <laughs> and then I'll, then I'll donate, uh, I'll match that donation to, um, uh, you know, some victims association just to clear yeah. consciousness but um or, or can, can you imagine give, giving like a bill cosby uh cameo to your wife and again we're not I, I mean i saw a tweet from cosby yesterday saying hey i'm so innocent and everything so you know i, I don't mean to mock that but man can you imagine or, or can you imagine buying a bill cosby cameo for like a friend that's a woman or a co-worker that's a woman man you could get fired for that right <laughs> hey friend here's a Bill Cosby cameo for you, you know? it was a joke it was uh... hey, and can you imagine making a joke in the cameo hey Bill uh, why don't you make a joke in your cameo to my friend that's a woman about I want to meet you at a party or you know I got a drink for you or something <laughs> it would, that would be rough so don't do that. Maybe that's why Bill Cosby shouldn't be on Cameo. There probably be a lot of Cameos that wouldn't be appropriate, I'd imagine. Jeez. Oh, All right. Yeah. I, I don't know, Craig, before Bill Cosby got in trouble, I mean, he was probably one of the top comedians of all time. You think the stuff he got involved in, that probably tarnishes his legacy in the comedy stance, right? Well, I think his his legacy was more tarnished. The fact that he played like America's dad, you know, as right, uh, you know, as Cliff Huxtable. I, you know, I think as a comedian, you know, most comedians have skewed senses of humor and things like that. But you know, most people know Bill Cosby from his television days, and you know, I think that's where the they they look a little bit weird about it because yeah he was known as like that supportive American father that really showed those like Christian values and, and everybody, you know, he's a family guy. And so I think that was the biggest shock for everybody is that, you know, they just couldn't believe that he was that much the exact opposite perhaps of his TV persona. So I, I think, you know, I don't think you really ever get like a really good or bad reputation as a stand-up comedian you know, you're always going to have skewed sense of humor, but, you know, on the TV show, everybody got a chance to watch him. I would say the, the vast majority of people probably know him from TV and not any stand-up that he's ever done. So that's where it's probably a little jarring for people is that they're not used to, you know, maybe, the, I mean, you know, I've never really seen Bill Cosby stand-up or I can't remember much of it. So at, at, at that point, then you obviously, 
take into account where you see him from and you see him from the Cosby show and what he's like on the Cosby show. And then all of a sudden there's these allegations and you can't believe what you're hearing because it's so shocking. We'll close up with this. I actually got to see Cosby once live. Um, it was about 15 years ago when I was in Canton. Uh, it was a children's, some nonprofit. They actually invited Cosby and he accepted to come in as part of this big fundraiser. And as a member of the media, I got tickets. And it was funny because my wife and I, it wasn't black tie, but it was like, hey, dress up. It's a nice fundraiser. And Cosby walks out in an old T-shirt and sweatpants because Cosby always dresses down. And I got to say, I obviously, you know, definitely not a fan of what he did. You know, it was horrific, at least. Um, he used to be funny. I, I'm sure he probably still has a sense of humor with him. But, man, uh, it was a pretty good a pretty good show. I mean, Cosby brought that night. And, again, but obviously – that's overshadowed by what he was convicted of doing against a bunch of women. You don't do that. And it's inappropriate. And I think, to your point, Craig, it definitely tarnishes his legacy. All right, so let's know what you think about Cosby. It'd be interesting to see what Cosby's next move is. Um, as Brandon said, he's 83. Um, so there's probably a lot of people who don't want to be involved with him, for one. And two, 83, he might just say, hey, I'm 83. Let me just live out my life and... You know, try to have people not bother me and me bother other people. So, all right. Well, thanks for checking out the Ohio and check out our sponsors and have a great day, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.